Welcome to the Film Sessions podcast. Today we're excited to feature Nina Naval. Uh, so why don't you tell us about yourself, Nina? Yeah, so I am a filmmaker, a photographer, a writer, actor, person. Um, and yeah, that's a lot of things. Um, and I, I come from the Philippines originally. That's where I was born. That's where I grew up. That's technically where my citizenship is. But I am based in New York right now. Um, I am also an ambulatory wheelchair user, and in case you hear any dog noises, that is my dog Stash. She is taking a nap, but she's a very loud yawner, and she tends to talk in her sleep. Um, so <laughs> great! It's great to meet you. Um, I, yeah, I guess my next question is, what inspired you to become a filmmaker? Yeah, um, for me, I think it was just trying to tell honest emotional stories and connecting with people in a way that you don't necessarily do in day-to-day -day life because of status quo and how social rules and of what you can talk about and what you can't talk about. Um, and films tend to give people a space to feel emotions that they may not feel comfortable in in real life while also being able to talk about it with everyone else who either made the film or watched the film or was really exposed to it. So uh, that whole idea of community was what first made me get started in filmmaking. I'm also just a really visual thinker. So I see a lot of, yeah, when I'm reading books, when I'm listening to music, it's images in my head playing like a movie and I at some point I just decided you know what let's try to put that onto like an actual thing so I can see it in front of me yeah I love how you describe that because I never really thought about it but not only is it a community but films like you're saying when you're talking about um things that you can't maybe always talk about um like you can't always talk about with some people the way it brings people together but also lets you kind of live that kind of, you know, life or through another person's eyes so you can, you know, learn from that person without ever having to go through it. And I think that's actually really cool. I've never heard somebody say something like that. And I think that's a really good way to describe film and why it's so attractive. It's like books, but like you're saying, um, it's got more of those visual aspects to it. So I love that. That's that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, just out of curiosity, how did you end up in New York? So are you going to school in New York or is there work or what are you yeah, doing? I went, I went to school in New York. I just graduated pretty recently. Um, so thanks. Um, so yeah, I applied to different schools for college, but I got into NYU uh, for drama because I primarily wanted to be an actor when I was a senior in high school. Um, and so through my drama work, I eventually got into filmmaking um, because it's so intertwined. Um, you, with drama, you're either on a camera or on a stage of some loose definition of a stage. Um, and so I started being behind the camera a little bit more often the more that i studied on camera acting at first it was just this thing of well i'm good at photography so 
I might as well be behind the camera when I can help my classmates if they need the camera operator. And then it became a thing of, well, I'm actually learning a lot about acting through being the person behind the camera, a lot like in a way that I didn't know about before. Um, and then it just kept snowballing from there of me finding different things to like about filmmaking. So, um, with like, with what you're doing, I know you said you do a little bit of every, you, you want to do a little bit of everything, but is there like a particular aspect that like, when you, when you continue like your, um, you know, you know, future films, do you want to act in every one of them? Or are you more interested in making the films or is there a certain aspect that you're really interested in or more of the directing side, or do you want to kind of be like in your own films? Like how do how are you planning to do that? Yeah. So it depends on the project, okay. uh, so case by case. I love acting, I do. Am I going to act in every single one of the films that I make? Probably not. Um, in terms of, as a filmmaker role, what role I like to play, I generally either like being the person directly operating the camera and the DP, or I like being the director. Um, okay because i really enjoy that visual story being able to tell this story through a visual perspective um because after you after you have the script you can only add to it through that um yeah. so so that's kind of how i take control over some of my projects um but yeah or make some of the best directors because they know how they know what to tell their actors because they've been they're there they've been there so they know exactly what they want their actors to do they know how to talk with them um so i think that's awesome and i think that's so cool that you that you're describing how you learn because you don't hear a whole, you don't hear a lot of that you hear sometimes where editors talk about it but you don't hear about how actors or how you learn um you know a lot more of acting by actually doing the filmmaking, by doing the camera. And I think that's really because you don't always hear that. And I could see why that would help. So I think that's, I think that's awesome. Thank you. Uh, yeah. That's cool. So, um, yeah, I guess, can you tell us a little bit about, uh, the film you submitted? Just Yeah. So the novel was the first film I ever actually made that was, um, like, I think I had one film before that that was just a school project. It wasn't really like a film project. It was just a video project and it was just me getting clips and editing it together more than it was me shooting something. Um, so the novel was the first film I ever actually shot and sought to make out as a film. And I did it during my time at Stone Street Studios. Um, because we had a create your own materials class, uh, which gave me a space to be like, okay, I can set up a sort of set for, because there are two locations, you have a coffee shop and you have an apartment. Um, and that was the coffee shop set and gave me some resources in terms of cameras and microphones and et cetera. Um, and then filmed the rest in my apartment and used it for that class, but kept adding on to it later on um and yeah so that's the film that i made um and it's about a girl who essentially it, 
I got inspired because I had I had gone through a breakup like a few months before I made this film, and I was like, if I saw that person again in a coffee shop, how would how would that go? Um, and then I just made a whole fictional world about it. And I was like, what if, okay, what if there was this girl and there was this guy and they're like ex-fiancés, it didn't end well. Like they see each other in a coffee shop. What's the conversation? How did this happen? Did someone invite the other person? Is it even happening or is it just like a revenge fantasy of sorts, you know? Um, yeah. That is so creative. I've never really heard anybody, you know, talk about that. Usually it's based on a past experience, but this is kind of like it is your experience, but it's like you're 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 creating something in your own mind. And that's what we do yeah. all the time. I mean, all the time. So I think that's really neat. So yeah. what would you, I mean, I guess you're if you you can finish telling a little more about it, but I was going to ask go into that. You're kind of saying it's kind of like you're saying like kind of like a revenge, you know, fantasy maybe or is it real? Is it not real? Um, what would you say is what are you trying to get the message? What would be your message to your audience? I so I make when I make films, I generally make them as sort of and this comes out through all of my work, even things that are in pre-production and I just write. Um, I generally use it as a sort of space to ask questions more than it is to tell um, people. So in terms of like specific messaging, it's more so, um, well, that's more so like, what, what would you have done? What would you have done if you were in the spot, if you had the, the, the opportunity to talk to your ex in a coffee shop who you absolutely hated um would you what would you say what would you do and this is what this person does um but it also depending on your interpretation of it okay. can talk about mental health in terms of after exiting such a toxic relationship where you get stuck in a sort of, what if I did this differently? What if I did that differently? If I saw them now, what would I do differently? Because I'm a different person now um, and get stuck in that loop. Um, and I wanted to showcase that loop and figure out how would you break it? If you got stuck in it, how would you break it? Um, yeah. Yeah, that is so... Um so like introspective and i like that you're kind of like living this reality and you can figure out you know if you keep you know like you're saying looping just kind of figuring out what you know which one would be you because everybody handles that kind of stuff differently because even as you're talking about i'm thinking what would i do like yeah like you start thinking that and i love that because it makes a, it makes the audience think and yeah i think it's important with movies um it's not you know you're not just mindlessly watching you're actually thinking about like what would you do and i, I love that i love those um, I forgot, I don't, can't think of the word right now, but when they give those kind of like, I guess, open-ended where you yeah. kind of decide, I think that's really neat because I don't know, it lets you use your imagination, lets the audience use their imagination. So yeah. love that. Um, yeah. So I guess you kind of described the process of movie. You've described the message, which is really cool. Very unique. First person that's talked about something like this. So I think it's really cool. Um, I guess my next question is, where can we find your film? Yeah, so once it's done streaming, I will probably be putting it up on Vimeo. Um, so that's where it'll primarily reside. Um, and people can find it there. It's great. <laughs> yeah.
so my next question is, could we, uh, if we follow up on that, uh, could we get your social media handles uh, so our listeners can find you and follow you um, when it comes out, whether it's, you know, any of your social media, Instagram, your Vimeo, any of whichever ones you're willing to share. Yeah, so I'll share my Instagram because that's just where I'm more active. So if in terms of getting up to date information about what the hell I'm doing, um, hop on my Instagram. It's zebra.nina. Um, and yeah. <laughs> okay, awesome. That's perfect. Um, yeah, so you talked about you. This was your first, really, your first film mm-hmm. that you made. So um, are there any ideas that you'd be willing to share with the audience about um, play, uh, ideas or, you know, future ideas for future films? Any plans you have, um, ideas that you'd be willing to share? Yeah, absolutely. I have a lot of things that are constantly happening. Um, I have another film that's going to be out in circulation soon called Nine. Um, I didn't write it, but I did direct it. Um, it was also done during my time at Stone Street. So hopefully I'll have more news about that eventually. I also have a film that was recently featured in Lime Arts Productions 20 by 20 Fringe Festival, um, which is called Leave, which is a story about mourning and loss. It also sort of talks about, is this happening? Is it not happening? Is this, yeah. yeah. Um, That was a very common theme in my writing for a little bit. So I have like a lot of, things chugging out in that direction. Um, and then I have another film that currently we're about to start funding soon, um, crowdfunding, and it is called Kidnapping the Pizza Guy. It is a rom-com. Uh, that's all I'll say about that because it doesn't exist yet in terms of, I mean, like it has a script, it has a budget. We're literally just making the Indiegogo account. So until that's out, I can't really say more, um, but yeah. I love that title too. That is so catchy. I already want to watch it just hearing that. So I love Thank that. You. That's so cool. Um, so yeah, we have time for one more question. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd like to end it with what was what is one piece of advice that you would give to other aspiring student filmmakers out there? I think you can't go wrong if you are telling an honest emotional story. If you have an emotional <laughs> angle for whatever event you have to tell and you play it out as honestly as you can and you don't you don't you sugarcoat as little of it as you can um and really just get down to the the nitty-gritty of what does this make you feel you will have something that is engaging enough to attract attention from people um and if it attracts attention from people you'll be able to get people who would love to work with you on it or people who would love to showcase it once it's already finished um and just generally making connections in general which is what it's really all about so yeah yeah that's awesome that is so so true i like how you end it with that um as long as you have an emotional connection, you've got you you have so many ways of reaching people. And I like the way you said not just not just your audience, but people to work for you. So I love that. That's that's a, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's all we have time for tonight. So thank you, Nina, for being on the Film Sessions podcast today. Thank Elizabeth. you. And have a great rest of your evening. Yeah, you do.